Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. We all know from watching the game of football that the basic premise of the game is to try to score a touchdown. That's the big point score against your opponent. Well, the game wasn't always that way. And football archaeology's Tim Brown joins us tonight to tell us about the game before the point system we currently have. Tim's got the history on this and more coming up in just a moment. This is the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch, a podcast that covers the anniversaries of American football events throughout history on a day-to-day basis. Your host, Darren Hayes, is podcasting from America's North Shore to bring you the memories of the gridiron one day at a time. So as we come out of the tunnel of the Sports History Network, let's take the field and go no huddle through the portal of positive gridiron history with pigskindispatch.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hello, my football friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Welcome once again to the Pigpen, your portal to positive football history. And we are at our Tuesday event, but everybody's been waiting for football archaeology with author Timothy Brown. Uh, Tim Brown, welcome back to the Pigpen. Hey, Darren. Thank you once again. Look forward to chatting, seeing what we find out tonight. Yeah. Now, Tim, you have some really interesting topics that come up on your tidbits and uh, some of your other works that you, you put out. And I know uh, you have uh, a lot of different avenues where you're bringing in uh, information for your research. But one of them that I know you've mentioned in the past, and maybe you could go into a little bit more detail, is uh, your collection that you have of some uh, college yearbooks. And maybe you could share a little bit about that, how you get information from those. Yeah, so um, I I actually only have about um, I probably have about a dozen college yearbooks that I physically own, but I've got I don't know a couple thousand uh, that are you know PDFs, and then I subscribe to a thing called eyearbooks.com. Uh, so if the, if I'm able to download them, I download them you know from uh, university sites just because then it, it's just handier, it's easier to search through them. But, you know, basically what I do is sometimes, you know, if I'm watching a football game or kind of watch, listening to the news, but not really paying full attention, a lot of times I'm just, you know, scrolling through uh, college yearbooks, looking for images. Um, you know, it could be the artwork in, you know, the athletic or football related artwork, but mostly I'm looking for, for images that are just show something about the game at the time that is not, you know, it's no longer part of the game or it just, it illustrates a concept. Um, and, so, and other times it's just, hey, it's just a really cool looking image, right? I mean, it just, some of the, some of the photographs are just, are just great. And so, you know, what I do is I just have a way of pulling those off. I kind of catalog them uh, with a brief description. And then, you know, sometime down the road when I'm looking for a topic for a tidbit or, you know, for for an article that I'm writing, you know, I kind of sc- scroll through my my items or do searches on them, and um, you know, so I've, I've just got handy. You know, I don't know. I've probably got 
I, I know I've looked at over you know 3,100 yearbooks. So, um, and I can tell you, you know, which issue for every school, maybe 140 different schools now. Um, so, you know, and then I just, you know, basically I've got them available in the little library. So anyways, that's, you know, a lot of the way I illustrate stories or generate stories is just looking through these old uh, images. It's like, oh yeah, I haven't talked about this one yet. So let's, let's do a story on it. So, so a lot of times the images that you're, you're collecting are, uh, whether it's through PDF or from the yearbooks in your own collection, those are your inspiration for some of your, your posts and, and tidbits. Yeah, you know, because there's the, the the unfortunate thing with the yearbooks is that there really isn't there isn't a good way to just search <laughs> through all these yearbooks. So you know, in some cases, I know, for instance, that I'm you know I'm writing on about a particular topic. I came across an article while I was doing some other research, and then I'll go to that yearbook, you know, that team's yearbooks to see if there's images that relate to the to the article I'm writing. But you know, certainly a lot of times, I'm just going and you know I found you know, in all, in, in all the yearbooks that I've got, I found two images of the punked out process, you know, so, you know, basically a part of the game that disappeared in 1922. And, but I found two punt outs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's just, it was great just because, you know, if you didn't know what a punt out was, you wouldn't even know what the heck that image was or what it was representing. But I, you know, I spotted these two, I think one in Texas and one, one was a Chicago game. Maybe it might've been an Illinois yearbook, but anyways, um, you know, it's just kind of cool stuff. Just finding these things that, you know, at least it shows, Hey, this really did exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> it wasn't right. just a story. That's interesting. And you bring up something to light that uh, many of us uh, don't know. I mean, even somebody like myself, I learn something new almost every day and I'm, I'm quite a bit in the, the books and uh, newspapers and everything else in football history, but I learned something from, from your tidbits each and every day. So I think uh, listeners, you, you can too. Uh, we'll give you some information near the end of this program. So and it's in the show notes as well. So you can get connected with Tim and his great tidbits he has each and every day. But uh, today's topic, uh, we're talking about old football, but we're talking about even a little older than your uh, the pun outs of, uh, the, you know, 1922 when they ended. Uh going to football before points-based scoring. And uh, I think that's an interesting topic you had back on September 9th as one of your tidbits and hope that you could chat about that a little bit tonight. Yeah. So, you know, uh, you know, football, as we, as everybody knows, is derived from rugby. And when the uh, Intercollegiate Football Association met in uh, 1876, they basically adopted the rugby rule book with three or four exceptions, you know, they, they did change a couple of things. Um, and one of the things was just kind of renaming, you know, they named whatever rugby call it, they called it a touchdown instead. Um, but so the scoring was just, it's not what we think of as a normal scoring system today. So I'm going to read this just because it's, it's kind of bizarre, but um, rule number seven from that, rule book defined you know the scoring process new one it says a match shall be decided by the majority of touchdowns a goal a goal shall be equal to four touchdowns but in case of a tie a goal kicked from a touchdown shall take precedence over four touchdowns i mean that just sounds like total gobbledygook but you know back then the 
the goal or the purpose of football, what you were trying to do was to kick the ball through the uprights. And a touchdown was really just a means to an end. It wasn't the end. It's, you know, for the most part, it wasn't the end itself. So you wanted to kick, you wanted to score a touchdown because then you got a free kick at the goal. Um, and, you know, you also, um, and so, you know, now we all know that the touchdown is what really counts. You know, it's six points and the, the kick after the touchdown is only worth one. But back then, the, you know, the game was very much a kicking game. Um, and so, you know, the value came in, in uh, kicking goals. And so, you know, it was basically, um, you know, it, it was this equivalency-based system. It wasn't a straight points process like we, I think, virtually every sport uses today. It was just this kind of this gobbledygook. <laughs> a goal shall be equal to four touchdowns um so you know so you know basically you'd have to score four touchdowns to have the same value as just one goal kicked through the um you know through the uprights uh however if you a goal kicked from touchdown meaning a goal kicked after the touchdown if two if teams ended up tied one had four touchdowns the other had a goal kicked after the touchdown then that the latter team would win that's what that the last part of that rule meant okay so the, so, the, the kick the kick uh took the kick being good was more important than the four touchdowns which equal the same amount of points yes be, because it was it came the kick the kick came after a touchdown okay right? gotcha you know as opposed to a, a goal from field which would have you know just equal the goal now so, I, I I know you have this uh, in your in your book uh, how football became football and but I, I'm not recollecting the the year right offhand. When when did that sort of change from that that uh, goal uh, scored to yeah. more of a point based? Yeah, so 1883. So still okay. you know very early on in the game, and once that occurred, then um, a goal from field, what we call field goal, so it's a, a a scrimmage kicked goal could, could have been a drop kick. Well, th at that point it would have all been drop kicks, but that was worth five points. The goal from touchdown or try after touchdown was worth four points and a touchdown was worth two. So in effect, the field goals worth five. Um, and then the combination of a touchdown and the kick afterwards was six points, right? So, you know, it kind of was making a touchdown worth one point, right? <laughs> Uh, and, and then, you know, safety was one point that year. Um, and then, you know, things, they kept tweaking it as, as basically people became more interested in, in moving the ball down the field and scoring touchdowns as opposed to kicking goals. Then they kept ratcheting up, um, the value of the touchdown, um, relative to the, to the field goal. And part of that too, was just the. You know, they just they felt you know that it, it, football was a team game, and they didn't want so much of the point value resting on the ability of a kicker. They wanted, you know, the 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 ability of all eleven to show through, and so the you know so they were they kept adjusting the the point values until you know basically 1912 is when when we got to our current scoring system, not including 
two point conversions and, and, uh, you know, some of the de- defensive, uh, you know, the one point safety and defensive scores after, you know, extra point attempts, those kinds of things. Well, we're, we're certainly glad that they did, uh, change it to the way it is now with a touchdown being more, uh, important than, than the field goal and the extra point, because it really changed the landscape of the game and made it a more exciting game and the great game it is today. So, yeah. And it's, you know, it's always, uh, I think especially Europeans make fun of us for having a game called football where the foot really isn't as big a part of the game as it used to be, but it once was, you know, that that's, that's for sure. And we, we just take it for granted. We don't even think about the, the foot and football being related to the foot. Really. We just, it's just football. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, very interesting. Well, uh, Tim, why don't you uh, share now? Uh, we, we promised earlier that you would share where uh, people could get their own uh, subscription or get their own daily dose of your tidbits. And uh, if you could give them the information, please. Yeah. So uh, I publish a tidbit every day on uh, footballarchaeology.com. A couple of times a month, I, I'll publish some other, you know, long form article. And then I also you know, publish the, the links to, you know, your, uh, your podcast uh, on the site. So it's footballarchaeology.com. You can also find me on Twitter under the, the football archaeology name. And if you were intrigued enough by our conversation about punt outs, there is a story on there about punt outs that I wrote, I don't know, two years ago, something like that. So it explains that whole process. So um, on the on the front page, there's one of those little magnifying glass search functions. And so you just type in punt out and it'll be, you know, it'll pop up without without an issue. Okay. Uh, Tim Brown, archaeology, footballarchaeology.com. Uh, thank you once again for sharing uh, your knowledge and your wisdom and your daily tidbits. And uh, we'll hopefully be talking to you again next week. Okay. Very good. Thanks again. We're taking a peek over at the chains and the down marker. It's fourth and long. We're going to have to punt the ball and get on out of here, but we'll have another series tomorrow for your football history headlines, so be sure to tune in. We invite you to check out our website, pigskindispatch.com, not only to see the daily football history, but to experience positive football with our many articles on the good people of the game, as well as our own football comic strip, Cleat Marks Comics. Pigskindispatch.com is also on social media outlets, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all of your positive football news and history. Special thanks to the talents of Mike and Gene Monroe, as well as Jason Neff for letting us use their music during our podcast. Pigskindispatch.com is a proud affiliate of the Sports History Network, the headquarters of Sports Yesteryear. Hey there, football fans. This is Ross, the host of the Pigskin Tales podcast. I just need a few moments of your time to talk about the host of the Pigskin Dispatch podcast, Darren Hayes. He's expanded the pig pen to search out information on the history of all team sports. It's a quest to find out about the competitors, teams, and places chronicled throughout athletic history through the uniforms and gear the participants used and wore. And he is taking you, the listener, with him on this educational journey to preserve sports history on the Sports Jersey Dispatch, found here on the Sports History Network. His newest podcast, called Jersey Dispatch, is all based on the jerseys that all the greats used to wear. You can find Darren Hayes and the Pigskin Dispatch podcast 
as well as Jersey Dispatch on your favorite podcast provider multiple times each week. So remember that, Darren Hayes, the host of the Pigskin Dispatch and Jersey Dispatch podcasts. It's found right here on the Sports History Network. 